But anyway, it's this event where it's kind of like an educational workshop type of thing. Um, if you are in need in your business to invest in some sort of education, some hands-on learning, uh, connecting with other vendors, uh, Light It Up is the perfect way to do that. I believe you can type, look it up on littlelightsonthelane.com or Light It Up little lights on the lane slash light it up or their Instagram or whatever. Um, things are going to be being posted quite a bit, um, from us as well. Um, so if you're on the fence and you're like, I want to try to take the next steps in my business to enhance and grow and, uh, be a part of, of a community, uh, absolutely recommend it. Oh my god, how long is your cord? I don't know. I feel like it's. Oh my god! That is like the cord I had in my house when we were kids. I could like make a phone call and I could walk like all around the outside of the house. (laughs) Yeah, where you like have to like roll it up. (laughs) (laughs) That is so far! What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Crunch podcast we are on a roll with uh with pumping some podcasts out uh and we're we're happy with it they're going well it's fun it's a good time i see the light if you're watching on youtube like look at my face oh that's like, creative the light. is it just here like take take my picture real quick i can't see it's such low quality we'll take a still okay. from the edit okay good all right i'm gonna come back <clears throat> um but welcome back, everybody, to the Creative Crunch Podcast. Uh, like I said, we have been posting and pushing out content, which has been fun. Um, and Ben and I realized we haven't done a what you call, a boys only. I uh, the the the, the <laughs> we haven't done just us in in quite a while. And the sometimes those are yeah. yeah. And Ben is still just crunching over there. What are you eating? <laughs> a nut or butter. All right, before we remember what we were talking about, um, again, welcome back. Thank you for listening and watching and all the fun stuff with our podcast. Um, this is probably going to be the last episode ever. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thumbnail, our last episode ever. I wouldn't joke about that because I feel like that's, that's a high that's a high likable chance unless we can push through. What? Like knowing my availability in the next month, I don't well, no, know. Maybe know. I'll be so, available. Who knows? No, but what what I was gonna say is, okay, no, it's not the last episode ever, but it will be the last episode of me and Ben um, for probably forever. Uh, <laughs> forever, yeah. So we're actually breaking up as friends. Um, 
we have had it up to here with each other and it's just not fun anymore and we both told ourselves <laughs> we both told ourselves once it stops being fun like once our friendship is not fun anymore that we're going <laughs> to that we're going to move on and i think everyone can take a lesson from from us um, if your friends and your relationships aren't fun it just quit Give up because it's not worth fighting for. Um, so yeah, this yeah. is the last uh, the last episode between uh, Ben and I forever because we you know are break breaking up. You know what I think makes people really funny. Like it, I feel like it's a skill to be funny. Yeah, and I think Ryan is really good at this. But I I think you're funny if you can. Say something sarcastically, knowing I'm going to get a laugh out of this. And when people start laughing, you don't start laughing. You continue to be like, you're like, wait, yeah, well, why is this funny to you? Even though inside you, you're laughing, you're laughing so hard inside, but you're just not showing it. I think if you can continue, that is humorous confidence. That's my, that's how I'm going to call it. If you can be so confident with making people laugh, you can continue to keep a straight face. Because I feel like that bit that you just pulled right there with us breaking up, I would have said us breaking up and then I would have started laughing. Yeah. Did I laugh? Yeah, I laughed. But I also, I can't not laugh when you laugh, you know? No, that's what I'm saying. I think you continued to go through it, though, confidently without, like, stopping. funny? Well, yeah, you're funny. Clip that. But yeah, I think it's no. I I get exactly what you're saying because there, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that have funny thoughts and funny ideas, and then when you, like you said, when you start going through the bit, you just you can't hold it together. And I think that's what years and years of practicing sarcasm has led to, especially for Ryan. And sarcasm is yeah, just... Ryan. It's just it. Ryan, uh, it's it's interesting to pick Ryan's brain because I think he's like a – if he could have a goal, I think it would like long-term him being like a stand-up comedian or something. I could totally mm-hmm. see him doing something like that. But yeah. when he talks about – what it's like to enjoy the joke. It's it's not Keep enjoyable talking. to it's not enjoyable to enjoy the joke because he's more worried about making sure other people enjoy it. Kinda like us. It's hard for us to go to a movie and now enjoy it the way that we did before we started videography because yeah, now we'll be like, Oh look at there's a jump cut, there's a but yeah, as the someone who tells jokes, they're constantly thinking about ways to turn things into jokes like writing them down thinking about them but yeah he says it, it kind of sucks like you don't really get to enjoy your own jokes I guess that makes sense also I just want to okay nutter butter it up bud <laughs> <laughs> just get real close just let everyone hear the crunch it is the creative crunch podcast so just just give it one good crunch one good crunch that wasn't the best <laughs> like when i was not even in the frame and i was hearing it, those were crunches dude those were 
Those is what Creative Crunch is named after. Okay, well, anyway, we figured we'd be off task. We literally have nothing to talk about, really. Um, But, so all jokes aside, we're not breaking up, even though I think about it a lot. Um, We, Ben, is any second going to be a dad. And um, that would be a lot to ask from him to uh, uh, be on the podcast as consistently as we want to the next month, two months, three months. I don't know anything about parental stuff. I don't know how long your leave is or whatever. Um, But so expect there to be episodes, but they might just be me. They might be me and a guest. They might be me and like another co-host and just we're just chit-chatting, hanging out. Um, So no, Ben and I are not done. Uh, we still plan to get married. Yes. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was it. <laughs> what was it? The That's last episode. <laughs> wasn't it the? Wasn't the last episode where um, you were talking about being pregnant and you said you like built up this whole thing and you're like, yeah. And, Reed and I are adopting. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, anyway, there's something in the air today. It's, it's, I feel like it's going to be a goofy episode. But anyway, like I said, might just be me. Might be me and a guest. Might be me and someone else from the creative industry just chit-chatting and, and stuff. Um, they might be shorter, like especially if I do one on my own. It's probably going to be like 15 minutes, maybe less. Um, just with little nuggets of things I want to talk about. I don't know. Um, so yeah, Ben at literally any second now, um, can be, is going to be a father and that's very exciting for him. And, um, yeah, so this is the last podcast where he's not a dad and yeah. I think, I think we should, I think we should celebrate. Can you hit the, can you hit the, the clapping thing? Does Wait, that like actually- come through when it's recording? So say say it one. Oh wait, say it one yeah. last time. Yeah. So again, I think this this is the last. Not I think. So again, this is the last podcast between Ben and I, with Ben not being a father to a actual physical outside of the womb child, and I think that is something that we should celebrate. Am I supposed to hear? Like, I hear it through your computer. <laughs> I don't know if I hear it either. Watch, it's going to be on the recording. Why did you do laughing and not? I said celebrate. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So make sure to bombard Ben, with congratulatory messages and stuff. Uh, Creative Crunch, too. Um, Feel free to DM us. Congratulations to the both of us because I'm excited to um, be better friends with this kid than I am with his father. So, Or her. His or her father. We don't know the gender. All right, so... Wait. Wait a second. (laughs) I want to know... How do you think I will change as a person? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't know because, like, I've never had a kid. 
I'm not at that time in my life. I'm not, you know, and so like I feel like you'll be the same person, like personality wise, creative wise, like still gonna call each other bitches. I'm assuming just maybe when the kid's not around till they're older, and I think you're just gonna probably be more responsible because you literally have to keep this kid alive and so i think your life is going to change like completely but i don't think you'll really change much i don't know what what do you think i'm curious do you think you'll change yeah i think i will it's hard to wrap my head around honestly because I feel like it'd be a little easier if I knew what gender. Then I could kind of picture my future a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, because I haven't made a connection fully. Like, I've been calling it it for the last nine months. So it feels... It is not like a real f- it. Like... You know you could probably I can't wait till we can stop baby calling it it. Or baby. Yeah, the baby. Babe. Um, but... Um, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think I'll change a little bit more. Like someone told me that they became, they became more aware of what they do Mm -hmm. and like their health, their habits and stuff. And so I imagine I'll be more conscious of like that and what I'm like, oh, maybe one time I would leave the trash Somewhere I'll be like, I'll deal with it later. But, like, if that kid is around, I imagine I'm going to be more like. Yeah. I want him to, I want them, him, her to learn that stuff can be taken care of, like, right away. Or, like, whatever Mm -hmm. I decide to teach them. Because I'll know my own. I will be aware of my own, like, negative attributes. And I'll be like, I want to make sure this thing doesn't, this thing doesn't grow up with that. <laughs> Damn, I wish I had another nutter butter right here. I really want one right now. <laughs> we're like we're like deep. We were talking deep about you changing and then you're like, whoop, where's my nutter butter? And we went downhill real fast after that. Um <clears throat> no, I think your priorities will change a little bit. Obviously your priority is going to be um the kid and obviously um, I would assume, you know, you and re- Lauren's relationship as well, because um, I've heard that that not that it can be hard on a relationship, but like once you have a baby, like all your focus goes to that. And obviously when you're with someone, you're married, you're having a child, like it's important to keep that relationship, too. So I feel like you're just going to put more priority into those things. So maybe for a while, you're not really going to be working too much and hopefully your couples understand that and you know, all, all that stuff. But you as a person, I don't know if you'll change much personality wise, friendship wise, things like that. Um, because my friend, Matt, uh, Matt and his wife had a kid and like, what changed was the priorities, right? So he has a family now and that. And in college, we're like out drinking every other weekend, doing all this mm-hmm. stuff and having fun. But he's still the same guy. Like he's still like my friend, you know? And like, so I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll we'll find out real soon. Real soon. But anyway, do, do you <clears throat> want to talk more about 
Do your daddy duty soon or? Uh, no, I think it's something that we'll just like, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to hear your perspective. Like in the Uh, future when you, from what you know, like it, it might be hard for me to self become aware of how I've changed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really, I don't think you'll change that much. I just think your life will change. I don't know if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Like what I'm saying? Does that? Yeah. Can you connect that? Okay. Because like, I want to say once you have a kid, I'm sure your world is completely different. Your life has completely changed. But I don't know how much you change as a person besides like, oh, I have to take care of this thing. (laughs) I have to take care of it. And um, yeah, so... I don't know. Maybe you'll be awful and I won't. Maybe we really will break up. (laughs) Weird thing about kids is I feel like I don't. I've never been confident with kids. I bet it all changed. What? Are you kidding? I feel like every video I've seen of like when you're hanging out with your family, the kids are all over you hanging out with you. (laughs) Like every single time. I mean, I'm not necessarily worried about. Like, I, that's usually when I'm around other people, though. I feel like if I was by myself taking care of a kid, I would not be confident. Especially if it was a baby. If it was a kid that could, like, go to the bathroom, take care of himself, I wouldn't yeah. have to worry about. Well, I'm, I feel like when there's babies and I have to pick them up, I, I feel like I'm so fragile. And I'm like, yeah. please don't cry, please don't cry, please don't cry. <laughs> and I'm excited to get over that. I'm sure you'll get over that really fast. Like, maybe even immediately. I bet, dude. I bet the first time that you hold that thing <laughs> in that baby, that kid, that thing, <laughs> that it. It's going to be a you... thing when it comes out. <laughs> I, I should make a, a gender reveal oh. video and it, it rather than it says, thing. like, it's a boy, it's a girl. Just be like, it's a thing. <laughs> but uh, um, once you're holding that baby for that first time. I bet, I bet that all instantly, all those worries and things go away. I bet like, holy cow, I made this thing and this is mine. And I don't know. I think it'll be cool. I'm excited for you and Lauren. I think it'll be cool. I'm excited to be an uncle again. I've been an uncle for the last um, 13. Nope. I've been an uncle for the last 16 years. What? Okay. That was weird. Um, But I'm glad to add another one to the. Just not blood. Just create it's the creative crazy. Crunch, the creative crunch kid, dude. The creative crunch kid, the kids podcast that we're releasing. Yeah, starting oh, next dude. month. Yeah, we're not ready to talk about that yet. We saw some. <laughs> we've got some behind the scenes work. We gotta wrap up, but. Um, it's been so weird for me preparing for this baby to come, mm-hmm. because there's something with procrastination. But I've I've gotten so much stuff done that we've needed to get done for a long time. Um, like I've probably taken like three or four trips to the dump in the last two weeks, just getting rid of stuff that we don't need, or to Goodwill. Um, I've automated a bunch of stuff like in our nursery. I've ma- I wanted to make our lives as easy and as enjoyable as possible. Just what? One second. <laughs> The video it cut out for me when you were saying that. And it, it said, 
I, I heard what I heard is I went to take a dump in the last <laughs> few weeks, several times or whatever you said. Oh, and it's probably not gonna actually lag in the actual video, but that's uh, whatever. I'm glad yeah, you're so taking I went to, it. So I went and took a dump. <laughs> went to a, take, take a dump a few times the last few weeks. <laughs> That's good. That's good, buddy. The I'm, I'm really happy that you're taking <laughs> taking care of yourself that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're setting a good example for that thing. Um, anyway, but, go, go but on. yeah, so I, I've been uh, I've been trying to make our experience with being home and like all of those like minor things that may not be annoying now, but like when we're like on our last leg of like sleep. And we're extra angry. I like did these things knowing this will help me be less stressed or be less anxious. So like yeah. I've added a bunch of like buttons around my house. So like we don't have to always be like, hey, turn on the lights or whatever. Um, I can just like hit a button or like mm-hmm. um, we like deep cleaned our bedroom um, just essentially making everything a lot easier and we moved some furniture and yeah. Has it set in yet? No. And I don't think it will until I'm like holding this thing. Yeah. Until I, I'm, I'm a little worried I'm going to faint when I see Lauren getting cut open. But, Will you see that part? I don't. I yeah, like I think they tell you if you want to look, you can look, and then mm. I can like watch them pull the baby out of her like cut open guts. But, um, yeah. Well, at least you'll be in a hospital. My yeah. recommendation would probably be to not faint because I feel like if you do faint, you won't be able to hold the baby right away, and then the baby's just gonna be like, "I'm just chilling. I haven't met my mom or dad yet." I imagine I'll probably FaceTime you tomorrow. Um, are you throwing Are you throwing that out there now? You're throwing that out that tomorrow. I mean, we'll just say uh, we'll post it after the baby's born. We'll post but you it just tomorrow said, afternoon. Said, but you. But you just said tomorrow. You just said tomorrow, tomorrow? today. Tomorrow. But yeah, like tomorrow afternoon, we'll post this episode. Yeah. Okay. So you don't care that people know that. Why? I'm, get... I'm getting a what? phone call from Davenport, Iowa, and I got two today. I'm kind of. Should... Let him go to voicemail. Should... Yeah. Because I think, I think it's my friend Dan calling from his school or something. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't. Does whatever. he need anyway, anyway. substitute or something? <clears throat> yeah, because I'm made for that and capable. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be crazy. You're going to be a dad. Next time we see you on the podcast, you're going to have a child. And we're going to know the gender. So we don't have to call it it or thing or baby Yeah, anymore. that's probably going to be the biggest thing, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for you and Lauren. And Anyway, uh, let's uh, – yeah, I want to talk that? a little bit about light it up. Oh, I was gonna say, what did Chat GTP say? But <clears throat> oh, well, okay. Here no, we let's go. Talk, no, 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 no. Let's talk about light it up. We gotta. 
We gotta push that. Gotta push that to the audience. Okay, light it up. Light it up. Twenty twenty three. April it's our annual storage burning fest where we go and burn all of our old footage. Um Yeah, so if you want your raw footage, your ceremony, your your toast, <laughs> make sure to hit us up because we are about to light <laughs> that up. And just, all joking aside, we don't do that. No, ever. But also, Apparently keep ever, in yeah. mind that technology is technology. We do try to keep everything forever, but sometimes <laughs> things go bad, and you can't blame us for that. And we tell you that ahead of time. Um, so if you do want all your raw footage or your ceremony edits and stuff, just do it early um, so you don't have to worry about it and you don't have to stress <laughs> us out about our hard drives crashing, which mine may or may not have done um, four times in the last month. So um, moving on. All your footage is safe if any couples are listening out there. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, light it up. 2023. That is a event for photographers and for videographers um, happening at Little Lights on the Lane in West Branch, Iowa, close to Iowa City. Um, and it is a three-day, four-day, three-day, three-and-a-half-day, four days? Three. Um, three days. Three-day three event uh, where photographers speak and videographers speak. And there's a styled shoot, I think, in the middle there somewhere or – I don't know the exact schedule, but it is April what? 14? No. 20. 20. Aaron or Paige or Amanda, if you're listening, we know the date. We have it written down somewhere. It's just not off the top. It is. April 23rd to the 27th. Wait, are you sure? No. I'm just guessing while you look it up. Okay, it's not that day. It is April 13th. Wait, do I really not have it written down? <laughs> well, it's it's like the, it's one of the last two weeks of April. It's in April. So just clear your schedule for April if you're interested in learning from good Don't let anything be planned for April. And, and decent videographers. Um just kidding. I said decent videographers because Ben and I are speaking, um, but the other two are great. So, um, yeah. What do you want? Okay, do you want to keep talking about it? I don't know what they're. Yeah. So, what are? Uh, I guess we could talk a little bit about what we're talking about. Yeah, we could. All right. So. <laughs> The way it's going to work, so day one is for video, I think. I think they changed it. Yeah. So video is on the first day and then a little Mm -hmm. bit on the second day. And then in the middle of the second day is the styled shoots. Or wait. Yeah. I think day one is video. Is it only two days? If you get one or the other, it's two days. But if you get both, it's three days. It's three. Okay, so one day <laughs> we are doing awful. I encourage people this. to get all three. Yeah, do both photo and video. Um, even if you're not interested in photography, even if you're not interested in videography. Yeah, I think the way I see it, lot. based on what mm-hmm. photo is doing, it seems like the photo is doing a lot on the business side. I'm sure mm-hmm. there'll probably be little tips here and there, but it seems like they're like client experience, how to make a profit or make passive income, just stuff like that, that I think video could refer to, like video could get content from too, but yeah, regardless, 
we're talking. Madison Lynn is talking. Leah Rose Productions is talking for video-wise. I uh, can't remember all the photographers off the top of my head, but I know Jason Crocker, Grace T is like the headline, um, and then two others that their name is escaping me. Um, or maybe one other. I don't know how many photographers there are. But anyway, it's this event where it's kind of like an educational workshop type of thing. Um, if you are in need in your business to invest in some sort of education, some hands-on learning, uh, connecting with other vendors, uh, Light It Up is the perfect way to do that. I believe you can type, look it up on littlelightsonthelane.com or Light It Up little lights on the lane slash light it up or their Instagram or whatever. Um, things are going to be being posted quite a bit, um, from us as well. Um, so if you're on the fence and you're like, I want to try to take the next steps in my business to enhance and grow and, uh, be a part of, of a community. Um, absolutely would recommend it. I went last year. I filmed like the behind the scenes stuff. Ben spoke last year. Um, it was all really, 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 really good content. Um, so yeah, Light it up, twenty twenty three. Go check it out. We'll drop a link. Yeah, I think I think it'll be a ton of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was my, last year. My second shooter is shooting the BTS of it. Yeah, that'll be Timothy. Tim. Tim. Yeah. If anything, ben. Tim is the main reason you should sign up. To be honest, yeah, that Tim's guy a good guy. Is a one of a kind person. He is a good guy to know. Um, he will enhance your life. Any any. And he wears two watches. Yeah, one on his left and one on his right. And then and one is analog one is usually... and one is digital. Yeah, and it's, it's... And he's even talked about putting some on his ankles. But Yeah, so maybe by that time, Tim will be rocking four watches at once. Yeah, Tim is a character. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Anyway, you, you, you want to... We'll talk about what we're talking about a little bit, I guess. Um, so what I'm talking about um, is I'm talking about... Um, Crushing, like from a vendor standpoint, crushing your wedding day with confidence and building relationships that are meaningful and impactful. Um, so I'm just kind of going over a few things about why it's so important to connect with other vendors and all that stuff and why it's so important to connect with your couple specifically. That's probably the most important one um, and how to um, you know, connect with guests and all this thing and like build those relationships that are going to one, make your career a lot more fulfilling and better and two, make wedding days better. And three, just kind of how to, um, go through a day with confidence and knowing how to just, yeah, attack, attack the day with confidence and, um, focus on those relationships. Cause what we found as vendors is how important, um, it is to be able to communicate and talk and connect with people. Um, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about how I do that, even though I'm doing a lot of research and self-reflection on how I do that. But yeah. And yeah. It's ben pretty cool. How you about... can like, how you can, uh, get how easily just like connecting with the vendors, being confident and making them feel comfortable can like get you on their, like, referral lists and like mm-hmm. heck you could you could have terrible films like you maybe you're not the best quality but like they're just good at connecting. as long as yeah. you someone said one time like people want to work with friends so like mm-hmm. other vendors are going to want to refer the people they enjoy working with yeah and I'm probably going to get more specific into details as I dive more into research and reading, but I will obviously tie a lot of it to videography, filming, 
um, probably talk a little bit about how connecting with your couple beforehand can help you tell a better story and post and, and all that stuff. But just a very broad sense, um, connecting, building relationships and um, attacking wedding day with confidence. Um, and Ben is talking about the good old subject of creativity. Creativity. It's actually what I talked about last year, but this year I'm going to refine it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of ways to like maybe get more people excited about it. I don't, ever since lighted up year one, um, I wanted to talk about something that I wanted to learn more about, figure out ways to improve. And since mm-hmm. lighted up, I've become a lot more passionate about it and trying to implement creative exercises into my everyday routine, which yeah. I'm still continuing to do better. But um, yeah, I'm going to talk about creativity and one thing that drives me crazy, which I was texting you about this yesterday, was I see these photographers do these trends, and I'm like, I just saw a, like five other photographers do that same exact reel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd love to see some like new ideas, new inspiration, rather than just following what someone else did. Following now there is hot, a, right? there is a, the idea of like you steal from other artists, but maybe like put a twist to it rather than doing exactly the same thing. Um, if you want to know more about what Ben is talking about, get the book Steal Like an Artist from Amazon. Yeah. Um, it's cheap, great book, great read, inspiring, teaches you a lot about different things and originality, how originality really isn't much of a thing, but it's just and how taking, to get inspired, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what we're talking about at Light It Up. I mean, just more in depth. I'm going to probably uh, touch on uh, – I mean, I still need to do more research on it just to – when you're presenting on stuff, you need to make it so you kind of have like proof of your knowledge, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm still doing a little more research on it, but just figuring out how to show people how you can potentially get traction on like Instagram and TikTok and stuff. Um, and hopefully people will be interested in that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we'll drop. It's like so easy to be. It's free advertisement. Yeah, we'll uh we'll drop a link and we'll post about it too, which I think neither of us have, and we need to do that. Um, so if you want to learn more, you can reach out to us or reach out to Little Lights on the Lane or anything, and um, you'll get a lot more information. But that's something that we're kind of working on now as we work through our our, uh, our backlogs as well, and as Ben becomes a father here, um, and. The next day or so and watch i'm gonna i'm gonna become a dad and then some reason like i'm gonna be releasing new videos every two days like highlight films just it's not like something happens where i'm just like Bam. i become yeah. incredibly efficient i'm just like two hours let's see how much i can get done in this two hour nap and then I'm, and then yeah, I'm like yo I'm, give me your thoughts on this film and then the next day i'm like here's a new one can you tell me your thoughts on this one Dude, I wouldn't get any work done if I'm just reviewing your stuff. Um, <laughs> That's my goal. I want to be like, I don't I want to see if I can get this done before Reeb gets any progress on this next one. <laughs> I have a feeling that's not going to be the case, but maybe. It's good to be optimistic. Maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to set my expectations low, and then I'll, I'll like, mm-hmm. outdo them. Yeah. I, I'm expecting I, I to think not you'll... get anything done in the next three years. You hear that, couples? And that's why you should book Reed Shepard Films <laughs> for the graphic formation.
But I'll tell you what, on that three-year anniversary, you're going to watch the film <laughs> of a life. <laughs> you're going to be blown away three years prior. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, well. Yeah, and then Madison Lynn is another one of the speakers, mm-hmm. and Leah Rose is another one of the video. Madison is an incredible female videographer. They're both Leah and Madison are both female Iowa videographers. Yeah. They're, uh, Leah has been in the game for a while. She was, she was filming weddings before I started. Um, and so she's yeah. someone that I've always looked at as successful and doing, <laughs> I don't know, Leah, every, I feel like everyone knows Leah. Yeah. Why should you start laughing when you were saying that? Because I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe her. Yeah, she no, she's I mean, kind of like Reed with the ability to like. I feel like when you talk with her, she she's like, you're like, dude, this girl is like my best friend. Like she's yeah. just so good at making people feel comfortable, and I don't know. Yeah, Leah's cool. Is like you said, Leah's been in it for a while. Um, does good work. I've her clients love, 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 love her. Um, like you hear nothing but good things about mm-hmm. um, her, you know, her relationship with her clients. And she's Madison, also a mom too. And so she's, she's crushing it. To, to two kids. Yeah. Um, and then Madison Lynn, um, she's doing great things. Great work. She incredible awesome work. Yeah. Um, Some of the best colors in Iowa, in my opinion. She um, just, she just recently got married. I think she's kind of focusing on a storytelling aspect. You know what? I'm not going to speak for them. I don't really know exactly what they're talking about. Um, but sign up and go, and then you can find Madison, out. Madison, if you're listening to this, I wish I could have filmed your wedding. It looked incredible. Did you know she reached out to Aaron Datu? Oh, Aaron always trying to do his dirty. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't do it. Or I can't remember why. He, but he's like... Because he posted a photo of me on his story, and then Madison's like, oh, how do you know Reed? And then, yeah. But I don't know who filmed. Did it, Aaron would have crushed it. She might yeah. have just had an associate or something. Yeah, she had uh, her associates, and I think she edited it. But, yeah. but anyway, light it up. Great. Check it up. Ch- check it up. Light it up. Check There's it also out. some incredible photographers. I feel like when, if I was looking at the lineup, the photographers are just like these MVP LeBron. Mm-hmm. She's coming in here. Um I mean, MVP uh, LeBrons. Yeah, like, like let's say you had no, four no, LeBrons yeah. on one team. Hey, um, the Chiefs won. The Chiefs won. Yeah, I yeah. saw they got a field goal, like a 40-yard field goal at the end. Yeah, so they're going to the Super Bowl. Um, you were saying something about the refs making bad calls. Yeah, I mean, the game all together. So all everyone, both the Chiefs and the Bengals, were getting bad calls against them. I will say that. I will absolutely say that. And all the Bengals fans are pissed off right now. And they're like, oh, the refs are on the Chiefs' side. The refs are the reason the Chiefs won, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Just go cry and be sad. Um, But, yeah, there were some interesting calls on both sides of the ball. Um, But it was a tight game the entire time. And I always say, if you're going to blame the refs for losing a game, why weren't you more ahead, um, you know, at the end of it? Why was it tied until the very last four seconds? But, yeah, Chiefs won. That's hype. They're going to the Super Bowl. Um, Not to change the subject, but I just felt the need to let you guys know that the Chiefs won last night. And it's exciting. How long have you you been into football? 
Mm, probably as long as I can remember. Um, so like when dad... you think back, what is your earliest memory of football? I'll tell you mine first, so it might spark some. My earliest memory of the NFL is, I think at one point in my life, I was getting these Sports Illustrated magazines as a kid. I think for some reason, yeah. I don't know if like school, I don't know, like maybe my mom got them for me. But on one of the covers, there was Donovan McNabb, who was the quarterback for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. It was 2005, I think. And he, I think I watched him for like one season or something. I don't remember. Maybe it was before that. But then the next season was Michael Vick. Michael Vick took his spot. And I remember thinking, dude, Michael Vick, he's like, he's like the LeBron of football. (laughs) (laughs) And I, so I was like this big Eagles fan. Just because of Donovan McNabb. But (laughs) seriously. But yeah, so then Michael Vick, and I was like, dude, this guy's good. And then there was all this thing about him, dog fights and all the crazy mm-hmm. stuff with him. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and then, uh, who was it? Someone replaced him. I don't, I don't think, it might have been Nick Foles, but I think, I can't remember if it was Nick Foles that replaced Michael Vick. But I think Michael I think Vick there came was back one more. for a little bit. Yeah, I think there was one more after... Michael Vick left, but just because of Donovan McNabb, I was that was my earliest memory of football. But since Nick, you Foles know the Eagle, won, you know the Eagles are going to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I do too, know. Right? I, I yeah. saw that. I was like, oh, I was not expecting that. I was for sure Kittle was going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, shout out, shout out, George. We've actually met George. We hung out with George. It was a good time. Um, yeah, he called us his best friends. Yeah. He said, Ben is not funny, and Reed is funny, and that's <laughs> that's it. Um, and we have to give him the rights to this podcast when we're all yeah. done. Shout out George Kittle. Great season. <laughs> he's one of our active listeners. Yeah, he's actually he's going to come on um, sometime this year. <laughs> he, he, uh, he reached out to me uh, via Instagram <laughs> DM. He said, I literally had so much fun with you guys at that wedding, at the Picard wedding. <laughs> And I <laughs> and I know how much you're trying to push this podcast and I just I wanna come on and I wanna talk about all things creative with you guys and, and I will push it to the Niners fans of the world, I'll push it to my teammates, the coaches. Um so be expecting that in twenty twenty three. Probably gonna be the biggest episode. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, so But anyway yeah, tell me uh, your earliest memory um, of football. I don't know. I was young. I was so young, so my mom was a Chiefs fan and my dad was a Steelers fan, so I've always kind of grown up watching both the Steelers and the Chiefs. Um, my dad was more into it than my mom, so obviously the Steelers were more of what I was focused on as a kid. Um, and then you then felt the need to to be like, okay, now I I, I got to help mom and get these Chiefs up here. Like, let's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, I watch I watch both the teams like for as long as I can remember, um, and I still love the Steelers, but I just I love the Chiefs. Um, I love them. I probably love the Chiefs more than the, I love the Steelers, but they are very close. It's weird because they're in the same conference. You don't if you have two teams, it's usually separate conferences, but whatever. Um, I'm also a 49ers fan just because of George Kittle. Um, shout out George! Can't wait for you to come on. Um, <laughs> Um, but no, I just remember watching it on Sundays and I started playing football at a young age, flag football. Um, and I just kind of fell in love with the sport. 
it was it was fun and then you know started playing tackle football in high school yeah what position did you play in high school in high school what what position do you think i played tight end that was like my secondary position so you were probably a linebacker i don't know yeah i was an outside linebacker really Um, you didn't have anyone bigger than you i feel like you're not even that big for a linebacker I mean, what? I'm six one, six two, probably six one in high school. Um, I mean, you don't have to be huge. I mean, I think what my thing is, I was quick and I was super aggressive. So like, I didn't let anyone push me around. So I was just like, I think I proved that in practice. How, how do game. you feel like football changed your life? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> um, I think it, I think it taught me a lot about hard work. Um, to be completely honest, because like, um, there was actually a lot of people that played in front of me. Um, and I worked my way up to playing in front of them and I don't know, lots of life lessons learned from the coaches and, um, just practices and games and being a student athlete, all this stuff. I haven't really thought about this in years. Um, so I really don't know how it changed my life, but it did. It had a positive impact, maybe minus the concussions and the injuries that I suffered, but, um, I almost played in college. I almost went to Upper Iowa to play football. Almost went to Luther. Um, Dang, you would, put trying, that, you would have put that school on the map. <laughs> considered uh, trying to walk on on the UNI team, and I was just like, I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't, won't. First of all, I won't ever make it past collegiate football. And two, I don't think I really want to anymore. I want to focus on school and doing different things, and but. Yeah, I mean, football's cool, and I've just always enjoyed it, so I still enjoy it to this day. Um, okay, outside of watching the games, how much, like, other time are you spending on looking up information about the team or, like, the what's happening? Not not that much. I mean, I'm in, I do fantasy football every year with some some dudes from, from high school. So, I mean, there's little... Like once a year, we do a draft, you pick people and like there's a little research involved with that, but honestly not. I mean, I follow some things on like Twitter and stuff and I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not like a super passionate football fan. Like, I'm not like it's not my life. I just like the Chiefs and I like the Steelers. Okay. I get all, like, and the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. So I was just hyped about it. Okay. It was a stressful game last night, um, but let's move on. Why are we talking about football? We're not a football podcast. Those wait, games are wait, the wait. best, though. Those games are think, always like. Yeah. There's what? probably a lot of cre- there's probably a lot of creativity that goes into football. There is I mean, the plays and stuff, but the plays and yeah. Let's see if we can get like Patrick Mahomes on or something. I'll shoot him a message. All right. Well, we'll let it load. Um, I guess we're on our own. I guess we have to do a podcast without Chat GTP. So yeah. <laughs> Okay, 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 oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm going back. I'm going back. I said, I, 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 I'm dreaming of a white so, Christmas. All I think about this chair is that video, that stupid video that I made of that Christmas party. Yeah, you need to make more stuff like that. Yeah, that took me like um, half a day. Yeah, but sometimes that stuff, you need that stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. go, go, go. I want you to give me an idea. Okay. How I should reveal the gender without being like the typical, like, above the baby photo, it's a boy, it's a girl, it's whatever. I like de-pants it and then I'm like, ah, <laughs> and I'm like laughing at it. I was just, yeah, I was going to say you could just go for the old pants method, but, um, <laughs> dude, you're putting me on the spot. That's like a tough, like, and there's a, video, a lot of stuff video like form. video format. Okay. 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 Um, so you just, um, you can make it like a game. So you like post the feet. Like a photo or a video of the feet. <laughs> and then like the second series is like the kneecaps. And then you obviously you go to like the, the hands and then the fingers and like tights on the fingernails and Mac- macros of the fingernails. Yeah, you go like macro, macro shots. And you just That's turn it into this game for all of your Facebook friends or your, your Instagram followers or TikTokers and just be like, guess the gender and then you reveal it. By like the end of year one, we finally reveal the gender. <laughs> just don't <laughs> let anyone know. Um, I don't know. So the coolest one I've ever seen, it was before the baby was born, but it was like a W, like a wrestling match, like a WWE wrestling fight. I don't know if you ever saw that. Oh, Whereas yeah. like I let my husband plan the gender reveal and it was like a blue a guy in like a blue wrestling uniform and a guy in a pink wrestling uniform and they were like fighting and throwing each other through tables um that is awesome so maybe that that is that is really creative i think that would be fun mike yeah um i kind of like this setup dude maybe i need to do like youtube videos right here yeah probably what's up everybody welcome back to my channel today we're gonna talk about whatever um yeah i think the wrestling match is a good one or i don't know but just drag it out to be like a four hour thing like a four hour match and people just get bored and stop watching (laughs) and then don't care yeah no gender reveals to me feels so cheesy yeah, but I mean, if you do one, that's cool. Like, do it. I mean, but yeah. Ju- I mean, there. Well, I think ch- the way that people do them is not creative. Yeah. Like, like, like that one you said, the wrestling one. That is creative. Yeah. And I think people get into this habit of thinking, "Oh, they saw someone else do this. I'm going to do that exact same thing." Hmm. And I think I'll, that's I'll give what, it some. I'll, I'll give it some thought. I'll give it some thought. What? How you should reveal it? Like, oh, okay. I, 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 I don't think I can. Like, the fact that people are. I thought you were saying that. My thing about saying people aren't creative with their gender reveals, and you're like, okay, let me think about that. Let me think about why people are not creative. Am I with even their gender focus? reveals? Can you tell? I don't know. <laughs> Am I in focus? Okay, focused, 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 out of focus. Dang, well, that's a bummer. You don't know what's crazy to me, though? No. So I think one thing that I was going to touch on last year 
for Light It Up was problem solving. And how we have these, like, world problems, like mm-hmm. climate change or, um, I don't know, the the uh, the debt that the nation has or whatever. Debt, hunger, um, like, every there's a lot yeah, of stuff. Yeah, hunger. And how science, like, I can still hear myself in your speaker. Yo. Hey. There. Can you Here, let me just let me just get in a good spot here. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. So that cannot be comfortable. Hold on, let me back up. Um okay, so yeah, the the problems in this world People try to solve them with, like, math and science and all this stuff. And they, like, come up with these roadblocks. But, like, the best way that people should solve these problems is with a creative mindset rather than a... What was it? I think it was two different types of problem solving. What? I'd have to look it up. But there's two different types of... One's analytical... And ones. Is it not creative? I think it's just. Cr- it's like a different word for creative, but. Um, and I think a lot of people just do this analytical idea thinking. Mm-hmm. There's like. No one like wants to think about their own ideas and then put them to the test. I think a lot of people are afraid. So like so these what, gender reveals. Want, so you want to touch on problem save, like problem saving, problem solving from a creative standpoint? Because I guess I mean like in a wedding and stuff, dude. My audio, I'm probably so far away. Um, so just every time, every time you talk, I'll move it, and then. Um, so what? Like you want to talk about creative problem solving and like the world of weddings, obviously. Yeah, I think. There's just a different way to think about solving yeah. problems. So, like, if it's business, you want to figure out a way to make this video relatable. Or, like, let's do it from a different aspect. Like, a a venue owner. I gave this idea to Dan at Barnet Fairview Acres. I bet I gave him a better I was idea. like, if I was the venue owner... I would, and I was trying to figure out, like, the problem is trying to grow your following and make your content relatable and funny, but somehow tying it in with the fact that you're a venue, so you can hopefully get more people to book you. And so I told him, my idea was, if I was a venue owner, I would, I would try to point out the aspects of my venue and the staff that would attract people. Like, I would, like, one idea I had was, like, I feel like at Barnum Fairview, Fairview Acres is very good about making all of their details super sharp. Like, I, I don't know if you saw the way they, like, I feel like their whole entire property is just, like, flawless. Like, the way they trimmed the grass and, like, did mm-hmm. the hedges and, like, 
lined up the chairs and like I feel like everything about that venue is incredibly well put together and thought out. And so I thought, okay, right. this would be kind of a funny reel. Be like you make a video of someone filming you and you're like um when your wedding venue owners are type A to the max or something and then they're like video clips of like like Dan is like using scissors to like cut the grass so it's like perfectly fine yeah. or and then like these like zoom ins on him like looking at the camera and like being like leave me alone and then like maybe he's like organizing all the energy drinks in like a very particular way just like things that I think people would find funny but also be like dang these guys are cool it doesn't even have to be someone that's getting married it could be someone being like um i don't i don't know i feel like knowing what we know as videographers i feel like i could go into any other career and feel like i could somehow grow a little bit of a following now that might seem a little bit like i'm boasting but yeah, I feel like now, I feel like with constantly challenging our creativity as videographers, like we always have to, we don't just have like a lot that we can put on our stuff. We don't have like, I mean, we have lots that we use, but that's not the main thing. Our main, yeah, that's the final, our part. main skill set is creativity. And if you don't have creativity, then you don't continue to grow. You begin, you begin this mundane, like, Oh, I've seen this video before. This video is so like creativity is where we continue to grow. And so what we know, I feel like I could go and apply that to other businesses. Yeah. So I think it'd be actually really fun to go to a business and be like, "Hey, I'm going to help you guys grow." But Yeah, so if there's any time is worth. It's, I feel like it's not a cheap skill to have. Uh-huh. So if there's any businesses out there that are looking to I'm going to say this in just the most soothing voice that I can. So if there's any businesses out there that are looking Here, to let's grow, try a game, actually. <clears throat> I'm going to spit out a game. I'm going to spit okay. out a career. I'm and then you talking. have to give me one real idea, like one okay, Instagram okay. real idea. Okay. Or TikTok real or whatever. I'm going to so, talk like this. This is going to be incredibly hard. I'm going to say something random like. All right. Let's say you're a mailman. You 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 work for the USPS. Okay. Yeah. Um. Easy. A day in the life of a mailman. What do you do in the morning? Where are you going? What's your route look like? What's your favorite house? What's your favorite dog that you see every day? Like just picking little things that are entertaining to you as a job. Similar. I could see that. You know, and you just have like, like the same dog, and it's like a montage. Yeah. Every day, like, like you, you this have, one dog runs up to you every day. Yeah, and you bring and like you, a treat you for film that, dog. that. Exactly, exactly, and like That'd or be a just a That'd be. or just a reel of every dog that you see. Be like, being a mailman's not that bad, and then you just have a montage of videos of these dogs running up to you and excited and hanging out with you, and then at the end there's this one dog that you can't connect with and is just super pissed off at you every time you're bringing the mail. And then you make this whole series of you trying to win the relationship with this dog over. Dude, Dang, easy, good. dude. I'm 
I quit. <laughs> I'm going to go be a mailman today. <laughs> I'm doing campaigns for other companies that need help. Um, yeah, screw weddings. No, okay, so okay for you, one. for you, I'm you're gonna, gonna go a give me the hard. hardest one in the world, like making keyboards or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, your job. Coming up with a reel for your job. You are. I want to make it hard, but I don't want to make it too hard. I don't want to be like you're an accountant, because. I mean, I'm sure you could come up with some good reels. Okay, we'll do an account. But I don't want to make it too easy. Like, I don't want to be like, you're a musician. Because that's so easy. You can make a thousand reels of that. So, your job, your job. I think the thing, though, with that thing, the musician, people think it's easy to make content. But No, so it's not, I'm not saying it's easy to make music. I'm not saying it's easy to do this. But I think it is easy to make some form of content. Like, oh, here's a reel of me. I just put this little keyboard music part together i'm gonna share that what do you guys think or here's a melody i'm humming like or the start this is where the idea came from and here's where it ended like different things like that but i want to give you a hard one but i can't think of a hard one like i want to say a mcdonald like a mctub worker but i feel like the worse the job is the easier it would be to make content I know, you just joke I know. about the things that you hate about it uh, i think what's really challenging is being in a career like videography yeah. And trying to come up with creative things to do. Yeah. Like, it's so with all these online courses and online, like, videos to learn from and trending things, it's so easy to get stuck doing that same thing. And yeah, like musicians. I think it'd be so easy to just make content and post it. And then, yeah, but then eventually people are going to be like, yeah, this isn't creative anymore. I think. Yeah. To gain traction as a musician, you have to – I think it really comes down to showing your personality yeah, and how to be relatable. I feel like that's yeah, the way I, things are going, to be honest. Making no, it, things I, real and less staged. Yeah, absolutely is. Gosh, less I'm just trying formal. to think of just a hard one. Like account – okay, yeah. You're an accountant. Okay. Give me a real. So I'm trying to get people to gain – so, okay, even better. Since we're almost at this time of life, you're a tax accountant for small businesses, oh, for God, LLCs, don't. for tax, that's like makes me sweating instantly. No, I know, and it makes me sad. But that's a hard <laughs> one. Okay, a tax accountant. Sure. I feel like the harder it is when you don't know anything about it, and taxes are something I know nothing about. Um, I would maybe you need people to relate to it somehow and I feel like taxes but is every, one of those things but everyone relates everyone hates taxes everyone hates doing their taxes so there I already I, just I mean the real could literally be the real could literally be when you're trying to make friends Um, it would be like you like being like, Hey, so you like walk into a room and everybody like sees you and you like shake their hand and they're super great. And then you like tell them who you are and what you do. And you're like, I work for the uh, IRS. And then like, 
then it's like a bad date where the girl's like, oh, I got an emergency. And then, like, yeah. anyone he tries to meet, like, leaves. Like, it's, like, a montage of all the excuses people make when they don't want to, like, be friends with them. When you try to make friends when you're an I when you work for the IRS. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> I, I can honestly like, say I don't know anyone that works like, for yeah, I don't either. But you're, like, you're out to dinner with your IRS friends, like, hey, you might want to keep that receipt. <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> little 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 annoying things that they your whole like, conversation's like that's a write-off right there yeah <laughs> it's these deep conversations make... about tax related stuff uh okay well we've been going for over an hour let's uh let's dial it back let's talk let's talk about inspiring things let's you know what this is my favorite part of our podcast i like this part even if the answers are always kind of funny but give me Give me something. Give me something that's inspired you recently. Ben, okay, so we need to make a montage. Actually, every time I ask you, so this this is you. So ask and be like, say, all right, it's time for the end of the episode. Like, what what's inspired you? And I'm gonna do what you do every single time. All right. So what has you? What's inspired you this week? looks around and I'm not joking dude you always look you look for little things you're like oh man that ceiling fan dude that's throwing a lot of inspo at me right now dude I can't believe they make those things to circulate air and make it feel better in the rooms that you're in oh my gosh the inspiration man holy cow god I feel like I don't have anything inspiring near me as you're looking right now literally you're looking around I feel like for me, I can't just look forward and think. I have to be like, I have to have, so, I have to see something to trigger something to be like, oh, that's right. Mm, mm -hmm, mm. Yeah. What's inspired me recently? Dude, we've ended every all eighteen episodes before this have ended that way. So yeah, don't don't say, oh, man, why are you asking me that question? <laughs> um. <sighs> Oh my gosh, this is so hard. Do you have anything? Okay. I'll go. No, but I can come up with one. Uh, <laughs> that's everyone's like, oh, these at the end, they're bullshit. Like they they don't know nothing. They're thinking of them on the spot. Uh, no, okay, but for real, this is actually a real one. Um, so this weekend, um, I helped our friend Ryan, who we talked about on this podcast. Shout out Ryan. Shout out Travis. Shout out Aiden. Um, but especially shout out Travis. I helped him film <laughs> a CrossFit. The circus, the CrossFit circus here in Des Moines or over in Grimes. And um, for me, that's not really my scene. Like, I enjoy working out. I enjoy that. But CrossFit is not my thing. I don't care for it. But what's inspiring is to see all these people that are passionate about that. And they're competing and doing these games and, like, having fun with something that absolutely sucks. Like, seeing people fall off bikes and, like, fall to the ground, like, breathing and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's passion. And that was cool to see. And it's it's yeah. humbling and kind of eye-opening when I'm, like, there and I'm, like, yeah, like, sure, we're filming. And I love filming. That's what I do. Blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, that's fun for me. But being, like, just... Yeah, kind of opened my eyes. I'm like, I don't personally think this is for me. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm not invested in it. But seeing other people be invested in it, just like 
opens your eyes to the whole world. Like you don't have to be interested in something for other people to be passion, passionate about it or to grab inspiration from other things. And it kind of brought me back to like this podcast. Like we've had the brewer come on and like talk about yeah. how he brews beers and like, that's interesting to me, but like, I don't care much about, you know, like in the best way possible, like I don't personally have a giant interest in that and like passion for it, but he does. And I think it's just cool to see that and bring this, like bring all those things to an audience and, and, and all that stuff. But yeah, so that, that was mine. That's actually very real. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, yeah, I think people being passionate about stuff is what kind of gets me excited about what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very contagious. For me, so I just started reading this book, Atomic Habits. And even just in the first, like, two chapters, it's been kind of eye-opening and kind of explains like the the whole fact about and Jamie taught it was interesting because Jamie said last time that um, she sets these like really ambitious goals um, and she's able to achieve them which is interesting but I feel like I'm just not the kind of person that can do that mm-hmm. like I'll set these goals and I'm like well I guess we'll see if we get there but Atomic Habits talks about how you're not supposed to set goals but instead you're supposed to set systems so it's almost like you invest it's kind of, it's kind of like investing. You invest a little bit of cash and then in 30 years that little bit of that $1000 turns into a million dollars. So like you set up these systems which I'm still trying to like break this book down and try to figure out how to create these systems. But setting these small systems so that eventually over time you just you essentially improve your life like it multiplies over time and it's really interesting and try and for me just paying attention to the little things like yo let me pick up this trash now and take care of it let me and seeing if i can create these smaller habits so that yo in the long run maybe my delivery time will be shorter because i've created this system that has just made my process faster and more efficient um yeah i want to read that book so bad (laughs) It's it's good and it's kind of right to the point too. Kindle boy, I haven't even. Yeah, did you get your case? No, it probably died. I forgot to order it. No, I literally, I tried riding the bike with it, and it hits the button on the bottom of it. And it yeah, and then it starts freaking out, and I was super annoyed. And okay, Kindle, let's talk real quick. Which something something that should be inspiring for you is this conversation about why do you have this super easy to hit button on the bottom and why don't you allow it to flip over like yeah. come on that would solve all my problems everyone's problems so kindle if you're listening freaking let it flip over okay that's it okay jeez <laughs> just kidding yeah it's a pretty annoying if you get that case though it's pretty nice it's got like a little holder in the back so you can kind of hold the thing because it's this fragile little thing I know it doesn't make it doesn't make sense how like how easy it is to hit that button, like I literally would set it down so lightly on the bike, and then it hits it. it, But it'd be good. It'd be good. I'm like, all right, cool. I can read and I can crush this workout. As soon as I start pedaling hard, it's like boom, we're done. We're locking up. You can't read. You can't read in bike. (sighs) Sorry, Kindle. Nothing against you. I just 
felt a little hostile there towards you. But fix it, honestly. Gosh, these. I'll tell I'm you what, getting... though. Reading is the one thing. I, that's one of my like goals I've been trying to work on, even if it's just reading a little bit. But man, it is hard work. I just can't get excited about reading, and I want to be. It's just so boring. Like, just feed me the info. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. But I mean, like a that. good way to look at it too. Like, I'm awful at reading. My name's Reed. Yeah. Ah. Okay. I get it. <laughs> I should like reading. I get it. I've heard that joke a thousand times. I don't. Okay. <laughs> But it is so good for you. Like I like when I read or I read a book or before bed or in the morning or something, I feel so much better. My brain feels exercised. I feel good. I feel like I learned something or got some sort of entertainment. But for some reason, it's finding the motivation to do it. Just like you're saying, that is so hard. Like once I'm in it and if it's good, I enjoy it. But it's the hardest thing to find motivation for. Like even harder than going to the gym. And yeah. But anyway, I'm going to share. I'm just going on rants now. <laughs> I'm going to share what I've uh, highlighted in Atomic Habits so far. Okay. That's good. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to read the first page in How to Win Friends and Influence People. Okay, so I have one, two, three. I have five things highlighted so far. First one is changes that seem small and unimportant at first will compound in remarkable results if you're willing to stick with them for years. Um, That's a good one. This is this is another one. This is one of the core reasons why it's so hard to build habits that last. People make a few small changes, fail to see a tangible result, and decide to stop. Mm-hmm. You think, I've been running every day for a month, so why can't I see any changes in my body? Once this kind of thinking takes over, it's easy to let go. Good habits fall by the wayside. But in order to make a meaningful difference, habits need to persist long enough to break through. So there's like a plateau. You have to get past this like plateau. It's like with the podcast. Remember, we always joked about if we don't make it to seven, we die. And now we're at like 18, dude. We made it. So now we we need to be like, let's make it to 21 and then. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to post a podcast every day while you are with child. I hope you do. I want to see you on a solo po- a solo sode. Is that what they're called? A so- solo sode? Maybe. <laughs> um, here's the first sentence in this book. It's kind of heavy. Ask both Adolf Hitler and Martin Luther King Jr. for a basic definition of influence, and you might get similar answers. What book is that? It's how to win, how to win friends and influence people. Oh, um, yeah, I think Aaron actually. But I mean, said that makes sense. Like influencing, what? I think Aaron said that's one of his favorite books too. Aaron Masterson, Aaron Datu, Datu. yeah, yeah. But anyway, cool. Well, we've been going for an hour and a half. Um, thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing. And subscribing. Screw it. I'm just going to keep saying Please that. Please subscribe. Our th- that's our thing now. Listening, viewing, seeing, subscribing. Um, if you listen, though, then we'll get like a couple pennies, which is nice. Yeah. So like maybe if you're a watcher, watch it on YouTube. But then like put it on Spotify or Apple Music. Just on you know, like your bottom. Like turn it all the way down. But just let that <laughs> baby roll. Just let that baby roll. Go through all the episodes. You don't need to times. listen to us. Just hit yeah, play. Yeah. Well, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> if you watch it on YouTube, 
you you watch, yeah, you're a visual yeah. person, you like to see our faces. <laughs> just put it on Spotify or Apple Music too, and just turn it all the way down. Let it run through every episode a couple times. We'll we'll throw you some we'll throw you some cash at the at the end of the day once we hit our fifteen dollar mark. Um, also, We're shout out. Close. We'll talk we'll talk about this in the next episode. Apparently, you can leave reviews on Spotify and Apple Music and Anchor and stuff. Go ahead, do that. We have a couple. Shout out to those people that we have no idea who you are. Um, reach out to us. We'd love to thank you personally um, for your kind words. Um, people seem to enjoy hanging out with us and chatting with us and laughing with us. But um, anyway, any last words from Ben before he becomes a father? See you next time, Dad. <laughs> Talking to myself. <laughs> See you next time, Dad. That's the best. That's all you could do. See you next time, Dad. <laughs> see you next time, Dad. Why not? Can't wait to see how much I've changed in two months when I'm back on the podcast. Why not? Watch. I'm going to literally text you next week. I'm going to be like, hey, podcast, you do a podcast tomorrow morning? <laughs> yeah, I figured Like Jamie I'll be said, a- it's the easiest time when they're an infant. That's true. So who knows? Maybe Ben will be on next week. Doubtful, but maybe. Um, otherwise, we should bring um, on Aaron, or uh, I can message Ben Chapman. Well, I want to wait to do those when you're around too. Like my my thought, I'm like maybe I can see if Tim wants to like be our intermediate co-host or interim co-host and just chat with him about things or bring on um, different people and do like quick little thirty minute things or maybe even longer. Who knows? Um, just to keep it going, because like I said, we said our goal is to be consistent, um, but obviously a change of life is happening for Ben right now, but uh, I'm still going to be around. So if you're here listening for Ben, I'm sorry about it, um, but you're going to get me. And I'm going to try, I think I'm going to try to do a solo episode next week and see uh, see what happens. But All right, bro. And you can you can text me little nuggets that you. This is from Ben. I am so tired. <laughs> like just quote yeah, that's quote some things from you. Um, but cool. Well, I probably I mean we might Facetime before you have child, but I won't see you on this platform. So until uh, next time. Congratulations. See you next time, Dad. Deuces.